I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Jeremy Laval on the line. He's a partner and vice president of product and marketing over at ParkNav. Uh, Jeremy, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. So I'm excited to get more into ParkNav and um, how you're helping with your client user experience. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? <laughs> so uh, I think the best place to start uh, is when I was maybe five years old. Uh, and I know and I'll, I'll try and move through. I'm now 32. But when I was five, uh, I was one of those kids who had a lemonade stand, but uh, we give free salty pretzels, uh, mm. kind of with the hopes that once they have it, they're going to keep coming back. And you know, <laughs> that was just it was it was one of those things. So I guess I started off at a young age. Um, by the time I was 12, uh, I had my first business, which was a mobile DJ business. I had two plastic disco balls, a karaoke machine, and a stereo. Yes. And I did eight-year-old birthday parties at $200 an hour. Uh, and uh, it very quickly became the hottest thing from sliced bread. All the kids wanted it, and, you know, I was booked up and grew to about a $60,000 a year business by the age of 16 and was doing weddings and corporate events and all kinds of fun stuff. Um, realized I needed some advertising and marketing materials, taught myself graphic design from scratch, uh, and quickly realized that this was, I, you know, I was not alone. So. I looked online, I saw, you know, I don't know if you've ever shopped on eBay, but mm -hmm. there's hundreds of thousands of sellers selling new stuff. It's all the same where the only differentiator was price and perception. So uh, I decided uh, I would go to them and offer them graphic design work to differentiate themselves. And instead of them sending me cash, uh, I would skip the whole financial transaction and just say, send me something you sell. So if I wanted a TV, I'd find some uh, a bunch of sellers who sold TVs. And next thing you know, I was getting arcade machines, TV screens, Whoa. all kinds of cool stuff sent to my house. And <laughs> my my parents uh, were a little weary, thinking, you know, what, what, what the heck is go what the heck is going on? Uh, one of the one of the uh, companies was a company called VR3, which imported uh, car electronics, and actually it was the flip out TV screens they sold at Walmart. So I kind of studied what he did and made my first sample order of my own car electronics from China. This was back when Alibaba, no one knew what it was. So mm -hmm. I did that. I sold them on eBay and Craigslist, understood what it was like to outsource. And um, then uh, after I learned that, uh, fast forward now, you know, I, I graduated school. Uh, I was working full time. I wanted to create a website where students could buy and sell open seats in their car, college students. And so I started College Ride. Uh, and that grew to 50 campuses. This is before Uber and all that other stuff. And uh, I had some success there. But unfortunately, the developer I was working with uh, went a different direction. And at that point, I was introduced to this professor. 
through a mutual friend who had designed a remote control school bus with him. And we started bootstrapping. He had an idea for parking. I had an idea. I, will, I was working on my idea. Uh, I eventually went back to my MBA where he was a professor, so I did my undergraduate and master's at the University of Illinois. Uh, and when I graduated, he came up to me and said, hey, I'm leaving the university. Let's do this full time. And crazy me said, let's do it. So that's from age of five to 25. And now, you know, I've been with this company ever since. So that's wow, kind of the, the bridge version. What a story. So you are the original entrepreneur. I mean, from lemonade to DJ business to <laughs> um, to really uh, eBay store, all these things that I missed in my life. Where did I miss this eBay store thing? I was there. That was the same age like group. It was just, I don't know why I missed it. Um, but amazing what people did. Um, and, and you even had the lemonade stand. The only thing you missed was the paper route. I love it though. Um, and that was a little bit, they didn't have, they didn't have those anymore. I know at this point, but I'm just saying. Um, so Jeremy, obviously you've been through, um, many different businesses, different niches. You're definitely, um, an entrepreneur at heart. Um, if you were to give some advice to that Jeremy, that was just getting started again in business, what kind of things would you tell him? Hmm. When I was just getting started in business, um, I would say perseverance. You know, a lot of times you get discouraged, especially when you're young. Um, it's very easy for you to, to, you know, something doesn't go right, for you to fear the worst. But really, the trick is that, you know, there's going to be ups and downs. For every up, there's going to be multiple downs. But really, you need to, you need to stay strong. And if you really believe in something, keep going because – you know, that's, that's the way it works. Nothing, nothing is ever done, uh, you know, first shot. So if I could go back in time, I would, I would kind of pick myself up when I was down, which now I can nah. do quite easily. That, that's great advice, and, uh, and, and, I, and I like the, um, the thought process behind that. It's not going to work on the first time, and if it did, then you, you better watch out because it may not you. have worked. You you, first, you, or you, or you may think it worked. You know, yeah. do your happiness <laughs> because really you've done something great. But really, you know, the reality is you're not mm-hmm. going to. Nobody is. It may not be your second or third try. Maybe it might be your fourth or fifth, but – Really, you need to keep going. If you if you want to do it, put your heart into it and don't give up. I love it. Um, well, let's get more into what you're doing now over at uh, ParkNav. So tell me a little bit more about that business, please. Sure. So um, back in 2013, that's kind of when we started. What we do is we are using artificial intelligence to know where there's open on-street and off-street parking, and we do it in real time. So there's no sensors. There's no hardware. There's nothing. We're literally looking at just data, data from cars, data from cell phone towers, data from insurance companies, real estate, so on and so forth, processing it in real time and can get at least 80% precision in knowing which streets or which uh, off-street parking lots or garages are going to have at least one open parking space. So we did this back in 2013 and What's amazing is back then people used to say, you know, does it work? You know, everyone was skeptical back in 2013. Now mm-hmm. that it's proven and we've, we've had some incredible accomplishments, we were launched in 2017 BMW vehicles, we're in Deutsche Telekom's Park and Joy app. Um, wow. now, it's, now it's how does it work? That's the golden question. And, you know, really it's solely data-driven. But uh, our strong suit is the data science, our CEO, 
was one of the top 10 to look for in AI by the IEEE, had the top Stanford PhD thesis in computer science and won the Arthur L. Samuel Award, uh, recipient of the Career Award, and the professor at the University of Illinois for AI. So we're very strong there, and that's how we've been able to do it. Wow, that's exciting. Um, so what do you see as the future of this technology and, and in the business? Because, I mean, I, I mean, just the application alone, in my mind, I'm like, wow, how come I don't have this? <laughs> <laughs> so we are a data company. We, we see the mm -hmm. data as being valuable. You know, mm -hmm. yes, there's apps, there's all kinds of stuff. That's, that's not – we are a B2B business. So mm -hmm. we work in the automotive industry. You know, we're put directly into the infotainment system of the car. We work in – uh, the telecommunication industry. We work in, think of like mobile parking payments. We enhance those mm -hmm. solutions. So we are providing the data. Uh, the business, you know, where, where do I see things going? Uh, well, mobility is a huge keyword right now. There's multimodal mobility. Think of like, you know, scooters and mm -hmm. all that stuff. There's the traditional forms of transportation, think trains and cars. How do you connect all of these things together? And we believe that parking is a part of this. Everyone parks, sometimes multiple times a day. But think of now, uh, parking is a part of this larger ecosystem where you can park somewhere where you can find parking. You can maybe then take a scooter. You can take a train. You can take an Uber and then so on and so forth. So literally, we see this as part of that larger ecosystem in making your life easier for transportation. No, it makes total sense, and application-wise, it just sounds interesting. Like, and I and I get it. So I believe you said BMW is who you currently have been integrating with, correct? Well, we were we were launched in 2017, so they're still using the framework for our technology. It's, that was that was a big deal. That was something that that was is a big deal. Really big incredible. Deal. Yes. Yeah, that's 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 quite amazing, especially for just proof of concept. And like, ideally, you know, once one car or one, you know, one thing happens, it's got to, it's the next thing is the next person saying, "Why well, don't I have that?" <laughs> well, or why or that? what happens? What also happens is about four other companies pop up, saying they can mm -hmm. say they can do the same thing. Once you've proven it, you know, you have you have validation in the market. So you're going to see competitors pop up left and right and saying they can offer the stars, the moon, and the sky, and they don't deliver. So really, it's it's very interesting to see how things have changed now. And then, you know, with Deutsche Telekom, something that's really cool, in Germany, they have something called Park Enjoy. So it's a mobile parking app where you can pay for your street parking. They're using our data to help drivers. Uh, we have turn-by-turn -turn parking navigation. So you can navigate to your destination. Once you get there, we then take you on the optimal route to find the parking. Once you park, we know the restriction zone you're in, and then you can pay for it. So it's literally the in to out of the car experience. It's something, you know, the first of its kind. And that's kind of where we see the industry going with our technology. Wow, that's uh, that's amazing. I, I can see it, too, and it makes perfect sense. And it's one of those things where I'm like... Oh, I'm glad we're getting further along with this AI and with everything else because it's just making life easier with things like this. Which one <laughs> it, with it's, the, it's you're like solving the age-old, like yeah, the, the age-old pro, uh, problem of parking. You're solving it, so I'm a big fan of that, and I'm sure a lot of the people excellent, listening excellent. are also. Um, uh, if somebody wants to just learn more about the company and what you're doing, what's the best way for them to stay up to date? Well, sure. So one of the things you can do is definitely go to our website, which is parknav.com, think like parking navigation, but shorten to parknav, parknav.com, or you can look me up 
and feel free to reach out to me directly. You can look me up on LinkedIn. It's just Jeremy Laval, um, L-E-V as in Victor, A-L. Say hi, and uh, we can start chatting. That's awesome. Um, well, hey, Jeremy, I really appreciate you coming on the show and uh, sharing more of your background and uh, and how you got started and also the great work you're doing over at ParkNav. And uh, to the listeners, as always, I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Jeremy, thanks again for coming on the show.